You're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast, episode number 97. If there's something you want us to touch on, we'll touch it. Hey, welcome to the Tech Edition Podcast. Uh, I am the host. My name is Sergio. Hey, this is James. I'm back after my hiatus. I'm up in Canada, so I got the moose here. I got the moose antlers hooked up so you guys can hear me. And this is Reed. I'm the guest star on this podcast, like Chuck Norris from Dodgeball. <laughs> Hi, Reed. All right. You're also a co-star of the Reality Breached podcast, which we just launched on TechPedition.com. Right, way to steal my thunder there. Sergio's <laughs> uh, good at that. Oh, <laughs> Oh, or Luis stabs me right in the chest. Okay, uh, this is. Hey, be- at least if I'm stabbing you in front, not in the back. That's true. And you're and you're and you're stabbing me from Canada, so it's it's Take like legal. You're, you're still getting stabbed. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the 97th Tech Edition podcast. We're almost to the three digits, you guys. Hot damn! Did you know that? 97% of the Earth's salt water is located in oceans and seas. Did you yeah, just, that makes sense. Did you really just look up random facts that had the numbers 97 in it? Have you never listened to this podcast, Reed? No. I don't uh, look at the site. Uh, oh, I hate you. <laughs> and you know what? And you're one of the reasons why we didn't go to E3 this year. Uh, you're part of the problem, Reed. Look, I was never told it was that important. Well... Consider this your warning. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, so we're just going to go ahead and jump right into news. Uh, James. All right. Well, obviously, uh, everybody's excited about the Wii U or Wii U. Everybody. Everybody. Well, I don't know. I mean, everybody's got the Wii. Everybody, I know the stockholders are looking forward to it. Everybody. Um, but much like the normal Wii, the high definition Wii will not have Blu-ray or DVD playback support. But, you know, if you're used to that on the Wii, do you really care? Probably not. Yeah, I, I, I really don't care that it doesn't have DVD support because, you know, it also doesn't support 8-tracks, so I'm not going to hold that against it. Oh, yes, because we should go that far back in technology just to, you know, prove our points. Oh, well, I'm just saying, d- DVDs are out of date. You know, it, it not supporting Blu-ray just seems like a way to make the, the console a little bit cheaper. It seems to seems a way to make. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I was thinking that the other way. It would make it better if they would, though. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously, but everything is going to the cloud anyway, so it's not that big a deal. Oh, that's right. The the, the hackers' Wonderland cloud. <laughs> that's that's true. I thought we were talking about cloud gaming. No, well, cloud video, cl- cloud every everything's going cloud. Well, e- everything is built in on the cloud system, and the guys that hacked uh, PSN used cloud servers that they rented from Amazon to do it. Yeah, so... Once they clever shrews. Uh, well, I know... No, bleh, I have no segue into this, so we're going to talk about it. Star Wars Galaxies, you know, the, the old Star Wars MMO... MMO? The one, the one from like 2000. Yeah, the the old one. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's being shut down. Fine. Well, it should it shut down already. No, no, it's it's been going since. Actually, I no, guess. no, that's right. I still got some friends in Mississippi that were still playing it. Not for much longer, you don't. Yeah. Ugh, it should be... shut down though. It only makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but 
still, you're going to have those people who don't want to move. They don't want to go to the new game. They just want to play the the old crap. So well, those, they, those they've they've got all that time put in. They've got their characters, so they're just like, oh, I have to give it up, and I finally got the Jedi. Yeah, like we, it, it sucks for those guys because obviously they've been playing in a long time. They've grown accustomed to it. Like, what would happen if they they just said tomorrow, oh wow, is shut down? Well, I mean, the economy would collapse for one, for Blizzard anyway. But no, you know that that's different. Blizzard's not stupid. They're not going to do that to jump their games like that. I know. I don't. Did uh, did the people doing Star Wars: Old Republic even have anything to do with Galaxy, other than Lucas Arts and that division? Uh, no, that's a different developer, I believe. I, well, I, but I I don't know much about MMOs like, at all. Like I know Bioware is a part of it. Like they're they're leading. I assume they're the the developers. Yeah, I think this was SOE, so Sony Online Entertainment. Oh, it it, it it makes sense that it 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 it, it gets shut down then. Uh, oh, you you're saying SOE did um did Galaxies? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're going down anyway if they don't watch themselves with MMOs at this rate. <laughs> Morons. Wow, opinions, James. I'm sorry, <laughs> James. You still there? I'm still here. All right. So, All right, well, Angry Birds. Angry Birds is on Windows Phone 7, and actually, not too long ago, it finally came out for actual PC. So, yeah, if you guys have been missing out on the Angry Birds bandwagon, now you can hop on it. Yeah, like it, it comes free with every download of Chrome. It's it's on every mobile platform on the planet. Is it on console? Well, you said mobile, I know, but is it on consoles at all? It's on PS3. No. Is it on is PS3? It, it's like like five bucks but it's on ps3 well you know i i finally played it i was like oh, oh okay this is, this is kind of actually fun like some of the stuff i'm just looking at going because i'm actually pretty good at geometry and everything i'm like holy shit how to trying to figure out the angles for stuff it's like oh my goodness yeah it's 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 by far the most popular i guess game in ever in the history of mankind Really? Yeah, it's 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 got like five hundred gazillion downloads. Yeah, but, it's but, been downloaded to death. I, I will say this. Um, now I, I downloaded it onto the laptop to to play and everything else. But I have to admit, one thing I am upset about it. It does not give you a little pop up of like when you get the new type of birds. All right, if you double click, this bird will split or this one will drop. Explosive, you know, they don't tell you. Like you find that stuff out by accident. Really? I, I know yeah, that when you play it on on on, I guess phones, it 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 does get pretty good direction. But I haven't really played it on PC, so. That sounds yeah. a lot like Hunted the Demon's Forge, not giving you the right information. <laughs> well, here here's here's some information that I hope is right. Wow, wow, World of Warcraft, the uh, MMO we were talking about a moment ago. It's now free to play until you get to level 20. And still I won't play it. <laughs> and yet again, another reason why Blizzard makes money. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Blizzard's not dead. They're not anywhere near going broke. But this is, as you see games getting older, they, one, drop in price, and two, 
have to find new ways to get players to 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 jump in and giving you 20 levels to play for free is a great way to do that. Yes, it is, because you barely scratched the surface with 20. I don't know. I, I'm about ready for them to go ahead and bring out uh, Diablo 3. I mean, it's about to turn the you know, development hell route almost, because it's like, oh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be past that date. Never mind. We'll, it's, we'll be done when it's done. Oh, Diablo 3 is going to kick ass. If it ever comes out. It'll come out. And- <laughs> <laughs> Blizzard Blizzard has a history of releasing games when they're done. Hey, it might it might turn out like Duke Nukem. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, you got to give them more no. credit than that. It's it's Blizzard. No, I was about to say I give them a lot more credit than that. They just won't screw it up like the retards with Duke Nukem. That's true. Uh, I'm but, sorry, James. You know what? You're 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 allowed your opinion. Personally, <laughs> I. The first time I played Duke Nukem was on the PC we had set up. that had some games on, on the sub that I was on in the Navy in the 90s. So I've seen Duke Nukem through the years before they went through their 12-year hiatus. And it's simple, basic, first-person shooter with guns, uh, an overly testosterone steroided dude that's got you know the 80s cliche all the way down and just goofy fun. Well, I would like to say this about Duke Nukem, and given that I just ripped on it, but if that's exactly what they were going for, was for the nostalgic Duke Nukem experience and all that, that's fine. Then they succeeded, and that's an excellent representation of that character, and I love it because I love Duke Nukem. He's cool, but you know, if they were trying to get on the the pay level or the or the bar for other games, then they really failed. And I think they were, that's what they were trying to do. Did you see the, the marketing that, that was put behind behind the game? Oh yeah. You know. They tried to market it. So like, oh, it's it's like it's like Halo. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, it's not, not. Is there even any multiplayer to it though? I think there yeah, is. There, yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh, There's really? capture the babe. Oh god. That one just tickles my testicles. After the titties. <laughs> One of the achievements or trophies, if you're a PS3 person, is the turn. The ass. (laughs) And I think that's, I mean, that's great, but I just wish, I don't know, I just wish they'd have picked the vein that they wanted to be in. And and stuck with it? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we were talking about free-to-play, and I had a really good segue into our next topic, so I'm going to jump back so I can jump forward. Speaking of free-to-play, Team Fortress 2 is now free-to-play for everyone. Yeah, see, actually, this one is kind of odd. Why do you say that? Because, well, it, the thing is, is that was still pulling people in because I, I don't care however you look at it. I, I suck trying to play that game with the keyboard and mouse, but that sucker is freaking fun as hell, especially if you got some buddies to get in there, like if you're playing with Carl. <laughs> but You but want Carl see, on your team if you play with Carl. <laughs> well, you know what? When uh, Carl, because you remember when the, the Not Store picture Carl said he was going to put that viral? Mm-hmm. He's done so. Like They have it to where you can post pictures, like in the little spawn area, if you want. He's put that Not Store picture up in spawn areas oh, all God. the time. He showed me a video that they took. Of, you could see people standing there just looking at it. 
<laughs> and then there's like, man, what is this? Oh my goodness! I'm like, oh, you, damn it! Thanks, wow. I appreciate that. Well, who is Carl? For those of us who don't know, Carl's uh, one of the editors on the site. Oh, I, okay. Um, it would seem that we have a new little deal going on on the PS3. Now, if you've noticed, um, on PSN, you can download PSP games and whatnot. You can download them onto your PS3 to transfer to your Micro Pro Duo sticks to on the PSP. Well, now, we are going to have a new middleware program, and they have announced Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Portable RD is going to be the first title. But, this middleware program is going to make it to where you can play PSP games on the PS3 finally. So, so that, like, this is something that I just kind of assumed they would have already done. Because you can yeah, buy, you can I, buy I, PSP games on your PS3 and transfer them to your PSP. Yeah, yeah. See, I figured they would have done this before, but they, they didn't. But what it is is they're going to be... Um, Basically, they're going to be like upconverts. Um, it's going to offer. Uh, it's going to include high resolution rendering, the stereotropic 3D output if you want that, wireless controller support for the DualShock 3. Um, I mean, other than the Monster Hunter, there's no other remaster titles because that's what they're calling them as remasters that have been announced yet. But it looks like there's a lot of stuff because I've never bought a PSP, but I've seen that there's been like a lot of really good games that have come out. They seem like they would be fun. There's a lot of people who haven't bought a PSP. Yep. But, yeah, you're right. The, the, the PSP has a handful of games that are really, really good, and Sony has really gotten on the Nintendo tr- click of, you know, re-releasing everything they have to get as much money out of their old stuff as possible. Uh, they also confirmed, in, with, with the same announcement, that God of War is getting another collection that is the two PSP games released for PS3. Well, see, no, those I might actually pay for and get, because I always wanted to try those, because I mean, I've just been enjoying the hell out of the God of War series. Oh, see, and those are good games. They're going to have trophy yeah, support and everything. So are... it, it, they'll actually be pretty this time, rather than on a PSP. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on. Uh, in Infinity Ward, or I guess ex-Infinity Ward dudes, who now work at uh, Respawn Entertainment... They uh, so they were suing Activision, and uh, you know everyone was assuming they're going to settle out at a court. Uh, it's not going to make it to trial. Blah 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 blah. Well, a judge finally said yes. We're you can move forward with the lawsuit, which means now, I thought it was Activision that was suing them. No, they were suing Activision, and then Activision countersued them. Uh, so it's going to be like dueling suing, du- dual sues. No, 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 don't sue! <laughs> Actually, that is really sorry, sorry, Um, Which is crazy, because you, usually things like this get settled outside of court. So, yeah. I, just, I, I really want to see what... Everyone in the industry is, is really looking to see what happens here, because it's a mess when it happened, and Zampella and West, the two dudes who are suing... Haven't really done anything since then because I, I think they're just waiting to see what happens. What are they suing them for? Firing them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the the two the create the the creators 
founders, the, founders, yeah. yeah, the founders of uh, Infinity Ward, the the team behind the Call of Duty franchise, got fired by Activision last year. Was there a reason behind that? Um, other than doing it, yeah, th- there was a reason, but it was like a, a real bullshit reason. I think Activision was just looking for any reason to get rid of them as they could, and it was supposedly they were discussing insider secrets with somebody else. Yeah, they, they, but, they, it, they, but it, it was about the same as the guys that make Tekken and Virtua Fighter because they talk all the time, you know, because they're buddies. I mean, they went to school together and everything else, so it was about the same level of stuff. I, the thing is, they just like, all of it is like shrouded, shrouded in secrecy and behind non-disclosure agreements. So we really don't know, but we probably will know once this lawsuit hits. You know. Oh yeah, once this trial, it'll be all over the place. Uh, but stay tuned for more info on that. Fellas, Redbox has games now. Goodbye, Blockbuster. Yeah, every Blockbuster in the Jackson area is closing. Yeah, the one in Hattiesburg was closing. Yeah. Uh, when I moved. Yeah. Uh, I w- and I went to the to the Redbox at the Kroger near my house, and it had games. Like the day they said it was going to happen, it happened. Uh, but just like Blockbuster, they'll never be in for you to get them. Do what? They'll never be just in. Like, yeah, they'll never be in for you to pick one up. I don't know. I saw a bunch of games. There were like, I don't know, a bunch, but there were like eight, nine games, and none of them were crap games. They were all recent releases, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's like it actually being there and available when you have the time to be able, you're going by, it's like, oh, hey, this is it. Well, uh, the, the thing about Redbox is it's not going to show you what it doesn't have. Oh, okay. Yeah, when when you yeah. set a little button for games, it tells you what's in that machine at that moment. Well, no, but he's he's still saying that even when he goes up there, hits that button, and it tells him that they have, for just a name, God of War 3, that it's always going to say zero when he goes to look for it. No, like, that, like that's what I'm there. that's what I'm saying is it won't oh, it say zero. Have, it, yeah, it, it won't even show the game? It, exactly. It'll only show the games that are currently inside that box. Oh, okay. Again, anything I might would probably want to play won't be in. That's probably, no, that's, say, that's it, probably true. I think it yeah. still fits within the parameters of his argument. Hello, yes, yes. I concede. Okay, that's all yes. I want. Oh, you should. Oh. <laughs> oh. You, you are snappy. Man. Okay. Oh, and, and we got something else to talk about. About uh, something that we've talked to death, but has a new development, is it? Yeah. So I'm, I, it really hurts that the Carrie's not here to discuss this, because I, I would love to hear his opinion on this. Could, but Halo Anniversary, the remake of Halo, uh, is going to have Connect in integration. What What does that mean? I I saw that, and I I don't know what that means. Uh, well, you know what Connect is, obviously, right? Please Please don't belittle my gaming experience. Well, Dude, you were all like, "Who, who's Activision got what?" So I have to make sure. No, no, knowing a publisher and developer is different than knowing what Halo or Connect or, you know, Nintendo Wii is. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Con- I'm sorry. <laughs> Connect integration basically means something in that game is going to allow you to use Connect, whether well, that- whether that be the actual first person sequences, uh, or the menu structure. This is yet to be announced. Well, look, as long as it – and I've played Halo a lot, so I I think I can actually jump in on this. I don't know if 
I know I don't know about James, but I what it, I don't think it matters as long as it's not this is the only way you can do this kind of thing. Oh What's, no no no! It, it says that the the connect support will not uh, interrupt hmm. your core gameplay. So if you still want to just use your regular controller, you can. Well, it's just no. it's going to have the connect support. Like Killzone Three has the move support, but you don't have to use the move to play. Oh, okay. So I don't know anything about that one. Yeah. But, that, but yeah, if that's well, then what's the matter? That's the thing. Nothing is the matter. Nothing's wrong with that. Like, it's just like another choice. As, what, what, as, what I am curious about though is, will you need to buy like some special gloves to catch the movement? Because one of the things about the Kinect is they took out to save money. You know, so they took out the functionality for it to actually be able to read such fine motor movement as sign language. Because at first that was a feature uh, well, which would have made playing like mm, shooters without anything extra awesome. It would. Uh, I'll be honest. You know, I've never been much of a, an Xbox fan for a lot of years for specific reasons. If you want to read, I'll tell you a story later. All but right. you know, like before a first-person shooter, you you need to have a much more die-hard, dialed-in, tight controls. You do. So, are, are we going to need to buy something extra to go with that? No, no. And actually, Microsoft has been incrementally inc- uh, uh, improving the 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 capabilities of the Kinect sensor. And I'll get to I'll get to that more when we get to the games that we're playing. Uh, but they actually announced that the finger tracking has been released to uh, developers. Oh, okay. So they they decided to bring that back out. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, the hardware is capable of so much more than what the software is currently doing with it. Oh, so they're putting a power glove out for it? Well, what I'm saying is they're not going to put a power glove out for it. Okay, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to make fun. That's just, that's all I could say. I didn't want to, like, not trying to be... It, it, it makes sense, though. I mean, it, would they have, because that's what I was saying. Are we going to have, like, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be, like, an actual powered thing, but, like, gloves with... Sp- Colored yeah. pieces that the uh, Kinect would pick up. For the yeah, yeah. Oh man, that would be hilarious. Well, the thing is, Microsoft doesn't have to do it. You know, some d- dumb company like Hyperkin will be like, "This is a good idea." And, Yoink. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, and they'll but, release like a glove with Xbox logos all over it. Yeah. It, well, you know, that, that's like the Wii bowling ball we saw. Exactly. Uh, uh, but w- what I was going to say is, uh, th- as three reasonable adults. On this this podcast, all three of us immediately said, "That's fine, as long as they don't affect the core gameplay." The funniest thing about this story is how everyone else went crazy. Apparently, the internet did a col- took a collective shit on themselves, and they're like, "What? They're gonna ruin Halo? Why would they do that to a classic?" You know yeah, why? That, because that- most Halo fanboys are idiots. Because they don't <laughs> they won't sit down and read the full thing or listen to someone's full opinion before they go off. Oh my god, you just are going to mess with my idol. That's what happens when Bungie steps out. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I, I, could, I could get behind that. That, you know, Bungie stepping out idea. But, yeah, I don't know if they can get past that, though. I don't know if they've got the mental capacity for it. Yeah, it, it's kind of odd because anybody I know that's been a huge Halo fan, and it doesn't matter how big they are, they still love Halo 1. Over pretty much everything else, like just how. But then again, I think it's just the nostalgia part of it because that was like the big one that had the console integration of you have four people playing at the same time and 
the online and everything else. What I think is going to happen is when this anniversary comes out and all these diehard Halo 1 fans who are jumping backwards and going, oh man, finally I'm going to get to play good, classic good Halo again. They're going to play it and they'll be like, what? This game is broken. Because no, I don't, it's it, well, it's 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 not broken. I'm not saying the game is broken, but Halo has come so far from the from that that game that yeah. I would say it's not unrecognizable, but it's a huge jump to go backwards like that. I was gonna say, are you referring to? Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Well, you know, it's it's the referral is like trying to go from playing Mario now, like Mario Galaxies or or, or the brand new Super Mario Brothers come out, going to play. The original Super Mario Brothers on NES, and people are going, "Holy shit, this is difficult! How the hell do you play?" You know, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah, it doesn't take the quality away from either of the games. It just points out that we've come a long way. Yeah. Well, no, like from my understanding of the Halo One remake, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not in "quote unquote" the industry. <laughs> um, you know, they're they're not do the only thing they're doing is putting Halo One maps into the halo reach engine so you're going to be playing halo reach on halo one maps and then you're going to have the uh the campaign as its own thing you know that is genuine halo one probably still the exact same mechanics from halo one but those exact mechanics from halo one gameplay aren't going to carry over to the multiplayer experience no is that is that not correct well yes and no uh like you always say that. Well, it's well, because that's the case. It's yes and no in this case. Like, the Halo 1 campaign will be the exact campaign with the exact physics, with the exact everything, except yeah. with a brand new skin over it, you know, with new graphics. The yeah, multi- so multiplayer will be two different sections of multiplayer. It will be Halo 1 multiplayer with all of the Halo 1 maps in it, updated for online play, and then there's going to be those maps integrated into the Halo Reach ecosystem. Okay, so Halo 1 Anniversary comes out, it's one disc, and I use that one disc to play Halo 1 multiplayer online and I, it I would I would not be surprised if it was if it wasn't two discs like Halo ODST. Well, oh, well okay, I mean, well that's fine, but is it is it just like ODST where you have you're on the Halo 3 servers and playing that or is it going to be just a built-in playlist into the Reach system into the Reach uh, system? And then that playlist is going to be modified to be Halo 1. Uh, I don't think they've ironed out all of those details, but right. I think they're going to sell the, hel- the the Halo 1 maps on their own to yeah, Halo Reach no. players. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to do that. I know that. Like they're going to the money. That's going to be the next. <laughs> that's going to be the map pack that they come out with. Like they came out with uh, Noble and Defiant. That's their next next map pack. Lazy bastards. <laughs> no, and you know, and I say that loosely because the six maps they're bringing back, I think that's great, and it's awesome that they're finally bringing back um, nostalgic and good older maps. Like I, I think that's what they need to be doing from this point on, anyway. They need to be putting in these other great maps from one, two, and three into Reach instead of coming up with this new jargon. Jargon. Huh. Should I should I dig into my lexicon for a better word? <laughs> no, I like that one. Okay, well, th- that does it for news. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, it was Halo. I had to rant about Halo. We're going to talk about what, what we are watching, or what we've been watching. Uh, and 
Reed and I went and saw Green Lantern. Woo. Did you like it, Reed? I I liked it, but that and and I'm gonna take one from you. Yes and no. I liked it. <laughs> But it also made me not like it because I saw what they could do and that they didn't. Well, you mean the whole uh, Sinestro not being the villain yet? Sort, I sort of mean that from all respects of it. Aspects, excuse me. Um, not just that they didn't make Sinestro the initial villain. Um, in the, I just assume it's going to be some sort of trilogy, possibly. I well, don't know. Well, I, I looked up and they said that one of their plot points that they were doing is they're hoping that it would do well and that they could do a sequel, and that was going to be Sinestro being the villain. Like, he's going to, I guess, take ideas from whatever the villain was in this one. Yeah. Do the, the yellow core stuff. Well, they shouldn't have wrote, wrote themselves into a conundrum then by putting in that little plot device of, oh, look, Sinestro put on the ring again. Isn't that what they did, Sergio? They put it. Well, the... I wouldn't say again. He, uh, well, no, no, not. I'm sorry. That he didn't. Yeah, he never put it on the for, in the movie. Yeah, I, I would say big spoiler alert here. The end of Green uh, Green Lantern. Sinestro puts on the yellow ring. Did he actually go yellow and everything, or did he? Did they just show him put it on and his eyes glowed or some shit or what? Yeah, I think I think he went full on yellow. Oh. Okay. So they obviously want to make a sequel, but. It's not doing well, so I don't think it's going to happen. James, are you are you very familiar with Green Lantern? Uh, I, I'm familiar enough with the the background. I understand it and I know it. Um, he's never been one of my favorite characters to read. But, DC. Uh, I, I I know a little bit of. Well, yeah, I, I haven't kept up with the DC stuff because they got more convoluted than Marvel really quick. That's the reason why they did the whole Doomsday stuff and killed. 90% of their heroes. This this one point, Sergio, and I, I, I forgive me if I've talked to you about this and I couldn't rem, can't remember if I have. The main thing about that movie that really did irk me, and Sergio, we've had a lot of conversations about these movies and that they take liberties and that, they're, that, that they are their own universes and et cetera, et cetera. And I did that for this movie. I really did. I didn't care... <laughs> I didn't care what mental disabilities they should have given me with the story. But th- this one point I have to be irked about is because, again, a spoiler, um, at the end of the movie, he fights Parallax, who essentially is the avatar of the yellow energy. So he's the big badass of the yellow energy, right? Mm-hmm. He's the big badass guy. Okay. And I'm not going to complain about everything else that was wrong about that, but Greenland, um, Hal Jordan fights him by himself in the movie and wins through a bullshit deus machina situation of the sun because this apparently super old entity isn't smart enough to understand I shouldn't go near the hot thing. But you know, either way, in the comics. When Hal Jordan fought, when the Green Lanterns fought Parallax, it wasn't just Hal Jordan there. It was the Green, uh, multiple multiple people from the Green Lantern Corps, and also the effing Justice League. And do we we all know who the F is on the Justice League, don't we? Uh, yeah. Superman. 
super fucking man. They needed Superman to beat that son of a bitch. Well, he and, was too busy yeah. getting, finishing up Smallville. I'm not, I'm not even going to talk to you about that. I'm, don't, I don't. Uh. Uh, don't open up any wounds. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I just wanted to make the joke. I just thought that would be funny. I'm sorry. It, it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> but I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to take away from you, Sergio. That that's just my point. It's just that's. It's absurd to see him fight that being, and win when in the comp in the continuity of the story, it took all these powerful characters to beat him. <laughs> wow. You, so, well, like, let, me, let me ask you this. As far as being able to separate from its original material and enjoy, was that? it as bad as the Aragon movie? No. Okay. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. You, you can still go to this and, and, and enjoy. Like, it, no, it still has enough yeah, points. I, it's, it's fun. I, like, it's a popcorn movie. Yes, aside from my angst, which I'm more of a DC person, <laughs> that's probably why I'm dominating this conversation over Sergio for the moment. <laughs> yes, if you're just wanting to be entertained and you don't give a damn about continuity or anything and you want to see Ryan Reynolds look pretty, if you're gay or a woman, then yes, it's a it's a good enough movie. I, I would put it just under X-Men First Class if you've seen that. I have not. <sighs> I wouldn't say it's not better than X Men First Class. It's not even equal, but it's not crap. I, I, I'm just going to read the last two sentences of my review, and that will be my opinion. I'm sorry, Sergio. Gr- Green Lantern falls in the bottom half of the barrel next to Daredevil, Fantastic Four, Two, and Batman Forever. Bring some popcorn; your kids will love it. Well, I thought it'd be like Elektra than Batman Forever, but. Yo, hold on, Batman Forever, the George Clooney one? No, no. No, no, that's the oh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Val yeah, Kilmer yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I would agree with that, Sergio. Holy rusted metal, Batman. Yeah, that's oh, right. What? No, it's I, metal, I, and it's holy and rusted. Oh. Dude, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny, I have to know. All right, let's, All right, let's talk about what we're playing. Uh, I'll go first, since I'm playing a bunch of stuff, or I'm always playing a bunch of stuff. And we've been several podcasts without me, you know, saying I've been playing stuff. <laughs> I'm playing DJ Hero 2, Puzzle Agent 2, and Child of Eden. Which one do you guys want to hear about first? Let's go in order. DJ Hero 2. DJ Hero 2. It is a bunch of DJ Hero. If you liked DJ Hero 1, you will like the sequel. Now, um, now did, did you get just the game disc, or did you get... The next game disc with the new controller. Uh, well, the controller's the same. Oh, it's the exact same. Exact. Yeah, they made a buttload of those. I gotta sell them. Oh yeah, you know what? I've been seeing them in Hudson's for like ten bucks here and there. Exactly. Uh, it's it's not a game that's gonna have widespread appeal because the music is a little bit weird. But if if you can appreciate some good DJ scratching. It's it's a fun game, and I'm actually playing it online, which both of you guys know is not my forte, and I'm really enjoying it. So I'm probably going to sink several more hours into DJ Hero 2. Well, cool. So you play online without your anger management issues popping up. (laughs) (laughs) What I do is instead of playing on hard, which is probably what I should be playing on, I'm playing on medium, so I always win. Uh, well, I know you don't play games online for competitive reasons. Is, is that game competitive online? How does that work? I don't. I don't know anything about. 
it's 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 like a games. it's like a one-on-one DJ battle where you oh. both play the same song and whoever gets the higher score or the higher streak uh, gets you know gets gets the victory and they, they oh. were they were smart and tied a lot of achievements to online play because that's really uh, what's driving it because I, I want to get those you're uh, an achievement whore. I am and I want to get those achievements and the only way to do that is to play online and there's there's a surprising number of people still playing that game. Aren't you just half of an achievement whore, though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, getting up to 50% is my goal. Uh, yeah. But I'm also playing Puzzle Agent 2, which conveniently came out today. Was it today? Or, yes, yeah, today, I think. Puzzle Agent 2. Um, so, I didn't know much about this game. Apparently, it's a, it's a uh, Telltale game. And it's about this character that is a special agent with the FBI, and he's invest- investigating uh, things in this weird Minnesota town. The The, the, the art style is really bizarre. Uh, it, it, it feels like something that just vomited out of 1997. <laughs> but it plays like P- Professor Layton. So, uh, you know, you, you, you go through this town l- looking for clues and solving puzzles... Uh, trying to progress the the story of him solving the you know the crime. Hey, I've played that game. I can relate to this conversation. <laughs> the the problem with Puzzle Agent Two is it dumps you immediately into the game, and it's like, remember what happened in Puzzle Agent One? Well, we're just gonna build on that. I didn't I didn't play Puzzle Agent One, so I didn't know what was going on. They, they, they like in the first ten minutes, they referred to like twelve things that happened in the first game, and I had no clue what was going on. The good news is, is if you buy Puzzle Agent Two, Telltale gives you Puzzle Agent One for free. That so, is good. So it being only nine dollars, you're getting two Puzzle Agent games for the price of one, and they're pretty good. That that it's it's a it's a pretty decent way to work your way through a you know a mystery. Uh, most most Telltale games are, you know, point-and-click adventures. This is a lot like those, except you don't have to collect items and combine them and do stupid stuff. It's it's all puzzles, and that's cool. I'm surprised with the way you are, Sergio, that you didn't play the first one first when you had access to it. That. I didn't have access to it. Uh, puzzle Agent 2 was sent to me uh, via download code. It's like, hey, your review copy is here, and I'm like, well, why not? Uh, okay. Yeah, so that that's why I jumped into it blindly, which... In retrospect, was probably not a good idea. Uh, and I'm also playing, or I played through the entirety of Child of Eden. And I don't, I don't know how familiar with Child of Eden you you guys are, but uh, I'm, I'm actually really interested in hearing what you have to say about that game because I've seen it, and for what I've seen, it looks very, very pretty and looks really cool. It is both of those things, yes. Uh, hey, James, did you ever play Res? No, I didn't. I've yet to have the opportunity to play Res. It, it is basically Res. If anyone played Res on the Dreamcast or uh, Xbox 360 or play PlayStation 2, and it's fun. Like it's it, it's a Connect game. It, connect is optional, but to be honest with you, it is the best way to play that game. Uh, what you do is you're a character. You're an invisible avatar, basically, that shoots stuff first person into crazy space simulator nonsense trying to free this person from 
internet prison. <laughs> and it doesn't really need to make any more sense than that because it's just a big trip fest. Um, I really enjoyed it. The only problem is, is it's only like an hour and a half long. Well, isn't that, isn't that a faux or a pseudo um, music game anyway? Aren't those games don't last long, do they? I wouldn't say it's it's kind of billed as a rhythm game, but it's not. Uh, the the interaction that you do with the environment makes noises that mm-hmm. kind of coincide with the music that is playing, but it's not like you're playing well, an instrument or anything. Well, and it, and it's, are you trying to make a specific sound or something like that? Or, you know, I'm saying that like. Like Guitar Hero, you're trying to play along with the song and fill in the gaps, right? Right. In this one, no. In, in this one, you're actually... Uh, the, the noises and music that you make are like a byproduct of you playing the game. Yeah, they just happen to be game sounds. Exactly. And they sound great, and they fit together, and it makes the it, it adds to the game, but I wouldn't call it a rhythm game. But, uh, but it, it's fun, but... Exactly huh? That's exactly what I thought it was. Like when I've seen, for what little I've seen of gameplay and whatnot, that's exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. It was a new version, new gen, or just different style of rhythm game. Yeah, no, I would Again, I wouldn't call it a rhythm game, but but it, it, it's if you have a connect, you need this game because it is the coolest thing that will probably ever be released on Connect, hands down. That's- that's strong words, sir. Ever. That is strong words. It, it, but con- considering, you know, what's what's it got to compete with? You know, Dance Central and Connect Sports. One remake is getting Connect support. <laughs> okay, of course, outside of the Halo remake that's getting Connect support, and the inevitable <laughs> Gears of War game that's going to have Connect support, but Dude, that's going to be crap. But yeah, it, it's fun, but. You, you're really going to want to be one of those players that plays games several times. Like Carl, Carl would love the hell out of this game because he would play it like 900 times. Is there is there any variation to the game? Like, is it like you play? Like, can you replay it and it's different somehow? Or is there, there what there's replayability? Why play it again? There's difficulty levels. There's unlocks. Um, it, it's again that there's really a really good job of showing you. Hey, you did it this way this time. If you do it like this the next time, or it's very easy to get better at it. So uh, if you get a score of say five thousand, the next time you you go through you get eight thousand. Next time you go through you get ten thousand. And of course those numbers are arbitrary, but right, you naturally get better at the game, causing you to want to unlock more stuff. Like I, I can see someone really enjoying this, especially if you're like if you're a fifteen year old kid and you have a connect and you can't afford video games. This thing will play. You'll be able to play this thing for years, just beating your score and beating your friends and well, not beating your friends. That would be bad. But that's beside the point. Get it if you have a connect. If not, if you liked Res, get it. If you don't like Res, do a lot of research oh, before research. buying it. Okay. So that's what I've been playing. Indeed, indeed. Read. Okay, I'm, I'm going to let you talk about your game now. Don't don't get all carried away. No, no, I'm not. I, I won't. I, I'd do that. I'm sorry. I would like to also add in that list. Uh, I saw that you took it off there, but I would like to add in Hunted and have a very, uh, very, very small thing about 
Mass Effect 2 that I just that I thought about. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about DC Universe, and I know this is a little behind, and I haven't I haven't actually been playing it lately. That plays to when I was playing it and the point I'm at now. That I I used to play. I played WoW from like six months after it came out, so I I, I played it for some time, and I. I will admit I was one of those, for lack of better words, wowheads. I got really into playing it, and I played the crap out of it. I never uh, rejected my social life for it, but I, you know, I came close. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I like MMOs, and this was one that I just thought was going to be really good, or I wanted it to be because it was combining MMO, which I liked, and DC, which I really like that universe in comics. And and it does, I think, if nothing else, it does a very good job of putting that world, you know, in in a way for you to play it and be a part of it. Because it's not like they, they create a good universe for you that's very understandable as to why your character is there. And just to explain that very quickly, they basically say the, the one of the major villains throughout the DC universe and super, one of Superman's villains, Brainiac, uh, has these exobytes that basically stole the powers from multiple superheroes and all this and that. And long story short, they get released into the atmosphere of Earth and spread around the world, and they basically just bite everybody and give them powers. So that opens up the door for you know there to be all these players out there with different powers and whatnot. So it's got a lot of things going for it, I thought. And the the biggest thing, and this is just a personal opinion, I don't know what the rest of the gaming community believes, but uh, I didn't really like that there there's only six class choices in the game, and of those six, one third, one third, so every two of the classes, they don't work the same, but they serve the same purpose in how you play the MMO in your parties and your raids and all that for anybody who understands that um i don't and and then you can also switch to a damage role from your normal class of a healer tank or controller and i really i I don't like that i like definition i like how wow had where if you were a priest you could be a healer and that's what you were you didn't do damage also you were a healer no no questions or you did no healing did you feel like it's watered down because of that? I think it's what watered down. Yeah, I do. That's a good way to put it. I didn't think to say it that way, but yeah, it's kind of, it's somewhat watered down, but either through their own missteps or just it's just the way they designed it, and I just don't like it. I guess I just didn't really like the system as much as how the game progresses. You know, like where WoW had one through six, I'm just going to go cover initial WoW, they had one through 60 levels to get to, and they had, you know, nice tier trees and whatnot to allocate your points how you wanted to and do what you wanted to. This game only has 30 levels, and there's not, it's not very versatile in that way. It's very cookie cutter. And even though, and, and the biggest, probably my biggest problem that this, with this, one of the bigger problems with it is that Given that WoW is right over there, I mean, they're they're in the same uh, genre. It they didn't take enough ideas 
that I would think are very staple at this point in MMO gaming. Oh, they, they, they didn't learn other people's lessons. Pretty much. They, <sighs> they, didn't, they didn't take... No, not everything. They still did good in a lot of areas, but there's still a lot of other areas that just seeing this worked so well, we should implement this. They didn't do that. And, and I don't know if that's a business ploy of like, hey, let's release this later and, 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 and you know, to keep people entertained and get, keep them there for it to come later, or they're just dumb. I don't know. <laughs> but, but on a whole, I really do like the game. I love the universe. It's so cool to sit there and go through all these different missions and fight against these classic DC characters and heroes and villains depending on which side you play, and to work with those classic heroes and villains against the other, which I just think is really cool. Awesome. Um, and the other game I wanted to talk about a little bit was Hunted the Demon's Forge, which uh, I'm not going to say who told me anything, and I'm not going to discuss any further information about it, <laughs> but I lost the bet based on Metacritic rating. Thank you, Metacritic, by the way. BT dubs. And I, I think it really it's a really fun game. If you want to co-op with somebody, it's a fun game, even though I don't think um who who's the developer, Sergio? I forget now. I know it's not I know Bethesda In Exile. In Exile. In Exile didn't do the best job they could have done to spell out what you can do in the game. Like my girlfriend and I were playing it, and we really didn't understand how to use the health potions in the game. We, we understood how to use the revive potions, but we kept thinking that the revive potions and health potions were one and the same, and they're not. And either we're stupid, which I'd rather not believe that, or... No, that can't be it. No, no, it can't be. Or... You know, they just didn't do the best job in the world of pointing it out properly of how to do certain things, like um, like just with the health potion things. Like, there's two different situations for that, and we kept thinking we ha- we were had it under control or we had the items necessary to get through situations, and we actually didn't. But then we accidentally found out how to use them right and worked it all out. And I say all this against them because... Their instruction manual, I've never seen a smaller instruction manual other than, like, I mean, the Mega Man 2 on Nintendo instruction manual was bigger than this one. Damn. Well, this thing's like five pages. Uh, well, you can't really go by instruction manual length anymore. There, there are certain companies that are actively trying to get rid of instruction manuals. Look at anything Ubisoft has made this year. Like, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood has one page front back. Well, and and you know I'll, I'll give you that. That's fine. And if they are going to do that, then then they should describe it better in their game. That's true. That that I, that is inexcusable. Awesome. So, thank you, Reed. So so uh, James, you've been moving up to Canada. You haven't had a chance to to pick anything up. I haven't had the funds to pick anything up, man. I mean, other than uh, yeah. uh, my buddy, let me slide. Um, Street Fighter 4 AE. Um, 
Uh, I don't, and I mean the two games I downloaded for the PSN Welcome Back was Wipeout and Infamous. So I think we've talked about both on the cast before. Yeah. Uh, All right. How's married? How's, how's married life treating you? Pretty good. I just get my uh, my feet rubbed, and I didn't even have to ask for it. So it was pretty nice. Oh wow! Congratulations, yeah, by the way. Well, thank you. Well, I had to do the 20-hour driving up here, so she's making sure. It's like, okay, I can't. Make sure you don't run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that pretty much does it for the uh, for the Tech Edition podcast. I do want to do one more thing. Shout out one more time for the brand-new supplemental podcast. Uh, the Tech Petition podcast is not going anywhere. We're still going to be around, uh, and the rest of the, the, the crew will be back other weeks. Uh, but... We did launch the Reality Breached podcast on TechPedition.com today, actually, this week. Uh, check it out. It stars myself, Reed, and <laughs> and uh, another friend of ours, Josh. Uh, we talk Yay. video game business, uh, so if you don't want to get deep, you don't want to hear anything, any, anything too smart, don't listen. But if you really want to hear an intelligent conversation about the back end of the video game industry, check it out. You should really stop lying to these people. Okay, everything is very smart except for what Reed says. There you go. All right. Well, hey, visit the site, techpedition.com. Send us fan mail at fans at techpedition.com. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm sure you know how to get to Twitter, but we are at techpedition.com. And you can like us on Facebook. Uh, also listen to more of our podcasts. Um, and send us questions. Send us questions. We, we love questions. We love fan mail. If there's something you want us to touch on, if there's something you want us to talk more about specifically, let us know. If there's something you want us to touch on, we'll touch it. Very, very quick. Cue the music. I can't I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. <laughs>